Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to Conservative Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah B., and this is the podcast that's fighting back against liberal lunacy, the lies of feminism, and of course, the destruction of the progressive left by refocusing us on those F-bombs that truly matter, faith, family, friendship, and now more than ever, you know it, freedom. As always, you know how to get a hold of me. You can catch me over on Instagram, stirring up trouble at Lady Double Dog USMC, as well as my backup account, uh, Conservative Mama Podcast. And you may always feel free to email me at Conservative Mama Podcast at gmail.com. I think you guys know that by now. If you're a longtime listener, you already know. It's just repeat, 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 like uh, washing your hair. You know what I mean? Wash, rinse, repeat, wash, rinse, repeat. Same thing. You know how to get a hold of me. Um, and you know that I love to hear from you. Uh, let's see. Today is July 14th, which means that the family and I are heading out to the sunny shores of the Sunshine State. Come tomorrow morning. It's going to be a long ride, but I think it's going to be a fun trip. Um, we're going to see some friends that we haven't seen since the hubs and I left the Marine Corps. <laughs> so it's going to be exciting. I am excited. I am looking forward to putting my feet in the sand and surf and just ah, relaxing a little bit. But until those moments arrive, we cannot relax. We are in this fight to win this, right? So we've got some good news. I know it's it's hard to come by sometimes, right? But um, I wanted to share with you uh, the fact that um, this whole critical, critical race theory seems to be blowing up in the lefties' faces. So hooray for us. Um, that's awesome. And hooray, especially to you parents who are going to the school board meetings, who are going and facing off with these teachers and these administrators and um, these officials and telling them, absolutely no way, we are not uh, going to stand for this. Congrats to you. Hats off to you. Um, you guys are just, you know, setting them on their heels and they don't like it. Um Kind of to parrot Dan Bongino, I think from yesterday, um, he had said, you know, you know that uh, we're winning when the left, whether it's the media, whether it's out of Washington, whether it is out of academia, um, can't get their story straight. They do kind of have this hive mind, so I agree with him with that. Um, I don't think he called it that. He called them uh, like the Borg, uh, which I think is a Star Trek reference, but anyway, um, they do have this hive mind, right? Like they just will parrot the narrative ad nauseum. I mean, verbatim in many cases, right? So when they can't get their story straight and they seem to be all over the place, um, that means we're winning. They don't like it. Um, they can't figure out what, you know, what narrative they want to push. Do we push critical race theory? Do we not push it? Do we teach it in school? Do we not teach it in school? Like they, they're just, they don't know what they're saying. So that being said, it is time to get louder, to get pushy, to do exactly as they do to us as far as um, be unrelenting. Uh, we can't afford to, you know, go, hey, look, we're winning and then kind of rest on our laurels uh, and, and, you know, slow down. We can't afford this. We are in a full out fight. This is war. Ladies and gentlemen, we kind of all thought it would come the old-fashioned way, but it didn't. And it's on our doorstep, and it is all around us, whether it's critical race theory in schools 
or it is socialism on our, you know, on our, at our capital, rolling out into the rest of these United States, or it is, um, you know, this, this race baiting anti-American rhetoric that, um, these crazy leftists want to push, right? It's, it's here. And these are just a couple of examples. I mean, we could continue on. We didn't even touch the COVID vaccines and the mandatory, you know, vaccination programs and the people going door to door. We didn't even touch that yet. I mean, we're what, four and a half minutes in and we're just all, we're just all over the place, but we're winning. And I know it doesn't seem like that because we don't own the media, um, We've got a really great message. The Republicans have a really great message. They just are really, 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 really bad at getting it out there. So we have to be their mouthpiece because they're too dumb or too lax or too something to get it out, right? To to push this message. And the message is we don't want what you're selling. We don't want your mandatory vaccine. We don't want your critical race theory. We don't want your anti-American narrative. We are done with it. We don't want any of this crap. If you don't like the nation, get out. You literally can go anywhere else. A one-way flight somewhere is a heck of a lot cheaper than a round-trip ticket. So pack your bags and be gone with your ass. We don't need, we don't need it. Critical race theory really isn't the only front that we're winning on, um, you know, there are some others out there. Um, you know, I think Americans across the board are waking up, which is wonderful. Um, they are realizing that no, we don't, we're not believing this Delta variant garbage. Um, we're, we're not eager to remask ourselves and muzzle ourselves and go back into mandatory lockdown. We're, we're pretty much set with that. Thank you. Tried that. Um, you told us it was 15 days to slow the spread and we are a year and a half into this crap. And, um, it went from 15 days to slow the spread to, you know, vax up or, or else, right? Real quick. That happened really quickly. And I think Americans are just absolutely done with it. I mean, regardless of where they may have sat on the fence before, I think now they are done. They are fed up. They're watching the success in states like Florida, states like Texas, states like Tennessee that are um, not seeing huge numbers of these, these COVID increases and whatever. The states are fully open. They're functioning fine. And life has returned back to normal for the most part, right? course, there's always going to be some holdouts, but, um, overall. So what are we, what I think people are seeing this as an example and they're going, wow, no, thank you. I have no desire to return to that. It, it sucked the first time, no time and no desire to repeat that. Um, speaking of, uh, winning, it looks like, um, Ron DeSantis, Ron, Ron, oh my goodness, Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, say that seven times, Ron DeSantis, like I can't say it once, Um, it looks like he is kind of firing back at the Democrats and saying, hey, look, if you are, um, you know, kind of a downtrodden cop, Anywhere in the nation, by all means, you know, feel free to come to Florida and um, you'll be appreciated here. If you are an unappreciated Leo in New York City, leave the state and come on over here and we'll welcome you and give you the respect that you deserve. And I think it's great. 
I wonder how many cops are going to do that. I wonder how many law enforcement officers are going to do that. It'd be pretty interesting, um, especially as <laughs> the whole defund the police program continues to roll out in areas like Washington, where they're really hamstringing the police officers. Well, I'm not really sure what Washington state thinks is going to occur, except for a increased level of crime, but you can't tell these liberals anything. They know it all, um, and they will always be shocked when it doesn't turn out the way they thought it would. What do you mean this is new Chicago? This is insane. It's not safe. I don't want to live here anymore. And then they'll move and take their stupid policies with them. But um, I thought it was pretty cool of Ron DeSantis. Um, also, on the I thought it was pretty cool board is Governor Abbott. Do you guys see this? Uh, Governor Abbott has declared that the uh, wuss Democrats who left so that they didn't have to vote on a, on a, um, I think it was an election reform bill. I think that might've been what it was, um, probably among other things. They didn't want to deal with this. Um, so they fled the state of Texas. Mind you, they will rabidly force you to get on a plane wearing a mask, but all of them got on their cute little bus and then on the flight and none of them wore any masks. But ironically, out of the entire situation, the same people who claim that um, using a voter ID is racist also had to use an ID to get on a flight, most assuredly. So, yeah, awkward, right? But they did get on the flight. They left to Washington, D.C. like a bunch of babies that they are. And Governor Abbott told them that upon their return, they will be arrested. And I really, really hope that he sticks to that. And I really, really hope that some citizen journalists will be there to capture the footage and broadcast that all over social media because that will be as glorious as the capture um, on the tarmac between Bill Clinton and Loretta Lynch. Yeah, oops, especially when the FBI was more or less investigating Hillary Clinton. So, you know, well, we were only talking about grandkids and uh, yoga or whatever. <laughs> whatever. Sure, sure, fella, sure. I bet you were. Yeah, nobody believes that. Um. So, yeah, I think it'll be pretty interesting to... Uh, to see how that plays out. I'm actually looking forward to it. I, I really want to know when they plan to return. <laughs> uh, they probably don't, but who cares? Um, okay, but really, 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 I think we need to turn our eyes to the southern edge of, uh, I don't want to say Florida border, but um, it is off the coast of Florida, Cuba. Yeah, I know it doesn't share border with Florida, some of y'all get off my back. I'm not that geographically illiterate. It does, however, um, it is not that far from the coast of Florida, but Cuba is rising up against their communist, socialist, totalitarian regime. They've had enough. The people have had enough, right? And who can blame them? They have absolutely been oppressed they have been uh, terrorized for far too long, far too long. And yet the Republicans are all in on sending aid and, uh, you know, trying to make, you know, their lives easier. And the, the Democrats are nowhere to be found. That's weird, isn't it? Aren't the Democrats for the little people? Okay, where am I going with this? 
here we go. So a couple of days ago, I may have I may have clued you guys in. I may have spoken about this, but a couple of days ago, I got into an Instagram discussion with some liberal goofball who tried to say that the parties have switched sides, right? So originally the Republicans were the good guys in freeing the slaves, but then immediately after that the Republicans, you know, lost their bloody minds and were all in for the, you know, what, I don't know, Jim Crow laws, KKK, I don't know. Um, And then the Democrats became the new Republicans, which I think is funny for any number of reasons, but not the least of which is the statement that somewhere in that goofball argument made up of pure gaslighting BS is the recognition that the Republicans uh, have stood on the side of right, right? Like historically, they were right. You know, slavery is not good. We should not own people. Um, the KKK is a terrorist organization and Jim Crow laws are bad, right? Like there are just some things that the Democrats routinely get wrong. So in the statement that the party switched sides suggests that the Democrats have always wanted to be the good guy. They just didn't want to be it enough. Maybe, you know, like they recognize that they suck, but they're not really willing to change their stripes, right? So they say, oh, you know, the Democrats have switched sides. Okay, now I know that person doesn't listen to my podcast and I absolutely destroyed them in um, in the comment section. You know, I didn't go on this long tirade, but I kind of was like, where exactly did they change sides? Is it, you know, and I gave a whole list of examples on where Democrats have stood historically and where Republicans have stood historically. And of course, there are faults on both sides, um, but when it comes to the big ticket items such as, I don't know, owning people and terrorizing them and, you know, being pro-America versus pro-socialism, one party is a little bit more consistent with the anti-American, anti, you know, um, not owning people than the other, right? And that would be the Democrats. They were all in. So if the Democrats actually switched sides, like this bozo suggested, where are they now? Wouldn't this be a really great time to stand up for the Cuban people? I mean, you guys are 100% in on open borders, no voter ID, cross, you know, however you can get here on our southern border, as long as you walk across, right? If you walk across into uh, Texas or any of the border states from Mexico, by God, we will absolutely take you. We'll bus you in and, um, you know, move you to some undisclosed location where we will promptly forget you exist and, you know, eventually allow you to vote, of course, Democrat, right? However, that, uh, you know, there is no borders, all humans are citizens kind of a thing. Um, that mentality does not extend to Cubans. And Dan Pongino hit it uh, nail on the head um, when he said, you know, why is that? Well, it's because Cubans historically go to Florida and vote Republican. <laughs> so of course the Democrats don't want that. But if the parties switched sides, like I think we've heard billions of times, right? The parties have switched sides. Really? Then where are they now? Because the Democrats are 
the pro-socialist party. I mean, they are all in. I mean, you've got figureheads like Bernie Sanders and AOC who are a thousand percent pro-socialist, right? So where are they now with the whole, they're awfully quiet on this whole Cuban issue, right? I mean, I watched a video today, a very tragic video, but a video today where the, the people in green uniforms, the Cuban military, I guess, Cuban police, I don't know, what's the difference at this point? Um, abduct a teenage girl because she pro- you know, was maybe at the protest, right? They took her away and who knows what's going on? right now. Where, where, who knows where she's at, even if she's still alive? She's a teenage girl. She could be 15 years old. We don't know. We don't know anything about her. We don't know if she'll ever be seen again. But remember, these are the same bozos in, in media as well, that where the, the, you know, like I'm thinking of you, Colin Kaepernick. Speaking of, could somebody introduce him to a, a barber? Really? Hey, Q-tip. I mean, I don't understand the hair. Don't get me wrong. I think you know, natural hair is beautiful, but really you, you, you look like a fool. Seriously. You, you really, and you play like a fool. So I'm just saying anyway, um, Colin Kaepernick with his Shea Guevara shirt, awfully silent now. Now, aren't you? (laughs) Is this uncomfortable for you guys? AOC, nothing, nothing, Bernie, nothing. I mean, at least stick to your guns and say, you know, uh, yeah, the Cuban people need to be put down at all costs. The insurrection, aren't they? I mean, I I don't know that it was the New York Times, um, but somebody, I think it might have been, they're taking a lot of heat on Twitter because uh, they had said things like the the Cuban people are basically insurrectionists and they were chanting freedom, freedom, and other um, anti-government uh, or anti-national... Uh, uh, slogans or whatever and you're like what what how commie are you you know so anyway the whole point of it is is that the democrats have never switched sides they are 100 percent in on socialism they are really trying to outdo each other as far as radicalism goes and we as christians as you know republicans as conservatives as god-fearing gun-loving freedom loving people should really support what's going on in cuba and those poor people down there because they don't have any weapons to defend themselves and this is what the democrats want for america here when they when you see these videos where cubans are talking and in, in relaying the hardships of what they've been through after, you know, having lived in Cuba and escaping from that, we should take note. I mean, they have complete control on the media. They've got complete control on everything. And what's the difference here? I mean, now they want to, now the latest and greatest is they want to, uh, what, spy on our texts? And what, you're going to wiretap us? You're going to, they don't wiretap anymore, I'm sure. But you're going to listen on our phone calls? You want to read our emails? Well, we have to make sure that misinformation isn't getting out. Well, how far down the hole of 1984 do we all want to go? I mean, honestly, how far do we, how far do we want to go? Big Brother is always watching. Nobody asked for this. We've got a Fourth Amendment right, which was stomped all over by the Patriot Act. Thanks, Bush. 
So don't think for a moment that Republicans haven't done stupid crap too. But misinformation, what are you talking about? You mean those of us who are trying to wake people up and and let them know, look, you are dangerously close to an edge that we may not be able to come back from. Um, Is that misinformation? It isn't. It's, It's what's happening. It's real life. And the Democrats are all in. And they're like, absolutely, we should spy on them. Absolutely, we should send um, people to to houses to see if they want vaccinations. And absolutely, we should, you know, know who's vaxxed and who isn't. And, and absolutely, we should be, you know, forcing their children and, and confiscating people and sending them off for, you know, medical quarantine and, and whatever. They, they're all in on this garbage. And I'd be remiss to say that I'm sure you could find probably at least five (laughs) Republicans, you know who I'm talking about, who are (laughs) definitely in on that too, right? Like, they're just Democrats in red, honestly. Um, How far are we willing to go into 1984? I don't know that... uh, We're not there 100% yet, but we're very, very close, aren't we? Did you ever think that, you know, when you read this book in high school or wherever you read it, did you ever think, like, it would play out? No, you didn't. None of us did. We thought, okay, it's a pretty good analogy. We get it. And yet here it is. And we're watching the Cuban people rise up because they've had enough. They can't take anymore. And at the same time, we're watching our own country try to roll in what the Cubans are trying to roll out. They want it out. And Democrats want it in. It's pretty simple, honestly. Um, So, you know, I'm kind of watching, kind of trying to keep apprised of what's going on down in Cuba. My heart definitely goes out to these people because the struggle is, is absolutely real. The idea of being snatched off the street, regardless of your age, and taken to some undisclosed location has got to be utterly terrifying, especially if you're a teenager. Whether, whether It doesn't matter if you're a boy or a girl. If you're a kid, that's got to be absolutely terrifying. Never mind whatever happens to you after that. And, and for the parents, I mean, the psychological warfare is just as real as the bullets, and the guns that the police officers and the military have in Cuba. It's just as powerful. Look at what COVID did to the entire globe. The threat of a bad flu had everybody reeling and so freaked out that we shut our economies down. We allowed ourselves to be gathered up into our homes. We allowed our businesses to be locked down. And that was over a virus that is nothing worse than a bad flu season. Look at what we did. So before you say, oh, no, that can't happen here, it's, it's already happening here. It sounds like D.C. is, you know, kind of sending out, I don't know if they are uh, national police force or, or what, but... You know, they're sending them to places like Miami. They're sending them to, to you know, 
Florida, for instance, I don't know that it's Miami per se, but I thought I had seen something where there, some of them are going to Miami, but to Florida and other areas. I thought we were defunding the police or was it defunding the local police to institute a national police? Curious, isn't it? Isn't it a little bit curious? The same group of people who want to defund the police and, and encourage you know, local communities to defund the police um, are the same ones now that out of the White House are trying to say that there should be militarized police so that they can keep an eye on Americans. Basically, they want to spy on us. So I don't know, folks. That is ridiculous. But we have to take some courage from the Cubans. If these people who are largely unarmed and so oppressed can stand up to their tyrannical government in the face of almost certain detainment and and probable death, we can do the same. We're fully armed. So we can do the same. We don't have to stand by and let this roll in and just kind of watch as it happens. We have to be brave too. We have to be brave for them. We have to be brave for our kids. We have to be brave for the future children that we haven't even had yet. Great, 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 great grandchildren. We have to think of the future. So we are winning. I don't want you guys to think like we're not. Um, We are. Like Dan Boncino said, I know I've quoted him quite a bit here tonight, but, you know, if they can't get their narrative straight, we're winning. So now's the time to apply the pressure. Don't let them escape. Don't let them run away. Don't let them try to re focus and reinvent whatever they're, you know, they're very, very good at PR. They're very, very good at coming up with cute little slogans. But um, now's not the time. Now's not the time to back off. Get on it and and hold them to it. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like Kamala Harris. Did you guys hear about her? The, the, uh, the rural people most certainly don't have access to, uh, to things like uh, Kinkos and wherever, so they can get a, they can photocopy their ID. Really, really, there's no way this woman is this dumb. She's just unqualified for her position. Like wholly, completely unqualified. She wasn't qualified to be a senator. She's certainly not qualified to be VP. Holy cow! Um, you know where. Don't let her escape with that. The memes that have come out, the, the, the tweets that have come out in response to that have been gold, absolute gold. I mean, so apply the pressure. Continue to apply the pressure. Let them know that we caught that. We are unamused by your idiotic statement, but we're going to make it amusing so we show, we really underline how stupid that comment was. So it's just one example. Apply the pressure, ladies and gentlemen, however you can. If you've got you know, the ability to make some content and you can uh, be a podcaster, be a, bo- a podcaster. If you can make some videos and do something um, along those lines, then do it. If you can send out some sharp tweets, then <laughs> by all means. You know what I mean? But hold them to it absolutely hold them to it. Don't let them run off with this and and change the narrative and then start, you know, jingling the keys in a different direction. They are having a really bad week. They've had, a, a, I think, a, a really bad couple of weeks, the Democrats. So 
Don't let the Democrats, and it's not just Democrats, the leftists in general, they want their agenda to go through and America is waking up and we're going, nah, we're good with that. Thank you. So don't lose hope because we are actually, we're bringing them the fight and I don't think they expected it and I don't think that uh, they know what to do with it. So take courage, okay? Because it may not look like we're winning in the long run, but um, every little battle is a step in the right direction. So before I go, I do want to say I did check some headlines here tonight and it sounds like uh, Georgia has found, um, I think in the ballots that they checked, like the hand count ballots that they had, there was uh, discrepancies and probable outright fraud up to 60%. 60% of the, I think they had some 4,000 ballots that they looked at um, in this one, I don't know if it's one county or, or what here. Um, it's escaping my brain all of a sudden. Um, but that's a lot. That is a lot. And they come right out and said, you know, this looks, you know, there are some that look quite suspicious and others that are just absolute fraud. Um, and then, of course, Maricopa County, not to be outdone, has also weighed in a little bit where um, the discrepancies, they said that they had X number millions of votes or whatever, and it turns out they were not being honest. Uh, and so it looks like there was fraud there too. So now the question is, will our Department of Justice... Uh, whoever is there who is still a good and decent and law-abiding citizen who believes in the Constitution, um, if they will do anything about this. Because personally, I'm of the mind that whomever helped and was responsible for the takedown of a dually, of a, of a free and fair election process should be tried for treason and hung publicly. And I'm not being hyperbolic in any way. I absolutely put it on pay-per-view. There's your money for your wall. They should all be, whether you are a ballot counter with an agenda, whether you are someone who took Republican ballots and just dumped them on the side of the road, or whether you are at the very highest levels of our institutions, if you are found working in what cahoots to overthrow our free and fair election process try them for treason and hang them publicly there that's i mean send the message loud and clear because you know what if i were in charge that's what i would do like no mercy the the charge for treason is death it's punishable by death and um i'm gonna let all of the world see this because we're not playing any games here. Ah, <sighs> okay. So that was a kind of a heavy note. I think on the end we started off really strong um, and the positive, and then we kind of went. Um, I don't know. We kind of went crazy. So anyway, um, Friday Fun Day. I will get to you, but I don't know how I'm going to do it. Um, I'm not sure. I might have to hide in my car <laughs> because we will be in a hotel. Uh, and um, you all know how conducive that is uh, to probably podcasting or honestly anything with two children and a husband 
who um, likes to interrupt. So I don't know. I'll probably hide in my car. Anyhow, um, until then, I hope this podcast finds you well and you guys are finding strength in the Lord and strengthen yourself to continue this fight. Now is not the time to back down. You were born for this moment. Whether you realize it or not, there is a fight and we need you, each and every single one of you. You are important. So stay deplorable patriots. You know I love you. We are only the silent majority because the media and the people in the institutions, you know, the academia and inside DC, they don't want to hear from us, but they're going to hear from us. They heard from us in 2016 and we aren't done yet. Okay. So stay strong, keep fighting. We're all in this. We're all in this together, but not in a COVID kind of weird way. Okay. All right. So again, stay deplorable patriots, love and God bless. And I will catch you again on Friday, fun day. Take care.